Hello everyone, this is The Lounge China, a podcast for the upper 1%. As always, I'm your host, Jonah D. And with me as well, Laz. From South Africa. You always mention the fact that I'm from South Africa. People know I'm from South Africa, Mr. Filipino boy. Yeah, but you know, when people hear me, they probably think like I'm some handsome dude and... Uh, I don't think people think that. We we th- we think what no. we think you are. You're no. just an Asian tall guy who eats a lot of rice. Anyway, <laughs> today we're going to be talking about dating and relationships. Shot fired. Hashtag um, burn. Um, <laughs> today we have a special guest in the building. Uh, she's a good friend of ours, isn't she? Much admired. Low Star key, student. Low key genius. No, uh, not a genius. We have Tina in the building. Oh, jeez. Hi, guys. Introduce yourself, girl. Well, yeah, as they said, my name is Tina. I am from Zimbabwe and I am here on the Lounge China and I'm so excited. Mm. She is, but uh, one thing that might confuse the listeners, why do you have a, such a British accent? I don't have a British accent. I, you know, I, I, I always tell Tina, uh, where's your uh, UK passport? Because I feel like there's a Zim thing, it's all a front. I'm fully Zimbabwean, <laughs> you're, 100%. You're, you're siphoning money from the UK for oh. tax purposes. Anyway, we know the truth. Just leave me alone. <laughs> uh, yeah, Miss Mrs. UK girl. So today, as we mentioned, we're gonna be talking about dating and relationships. Jonah, let's get it started. Well, relationships aren't only about uh romantic ones, aren't they? Of course, there's family, friendships. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And today we'd like to discuss all all areas of relationships, whether it's the one that you have with your family, with your siblings, with your friends. With your teachers, even yeah, or mentors, yeah. mm-hmm. and also about the romantic kind. Obviously, for the, the romantic kind, we brought in Tina to represent obviously the opposite sex. And I hope I will do the the women justice. I hope I don't disappoint anyone. Yeah, <laughs> let's see what happens. Wow, guys, thanks for the faith in me. Thank you. <laughs> uh, we'll see about that. Okay. Anyway, okay. so let's get it started. So, first on our list is about dating relationships in the dating aspect and we'd like to go over a lot a lot of different things stemming from like going out going on dates how to treat her right communication and other stuff like the friend zone this should be interesting the <laughs> mythical friend zone oh that, yeah the... that has always finds himself in uh yeah i don't know where you get your facts from leave this fake <laughs> wikipedia page i don't know if you're stalking me or creating all these profiles for me but it's fine it's fine it's fine but anyway um what do you have on the list first yeah okay so first of all is dating and tell us a little bit about your dating history lad my dating history i think yeah. i should not get into that because okay. um, no i need a uh, whole day for that. Oh, hey, wow. Hey. Your rap sheet is that long. Anyway. <laughs> no, it's, it's not because it's long or anything like that. It's just that I like to live my life private. You know what I mean? Okay, so, like... But anyway, dating is such a broad topic. I think I feel like we need to break it down. Okay, so. let's break it... Let's break it down. Are you for dating or against dating? Uh, It depends what kind of religion you're from because some religions forbid dating. I don't want to mention so? names, but there's there's a religion out there that don't allow relig- uh, dating. I feel like you would know a lot about this, Tina. You being, us being from Africa, you know this, right? I mean, for me, it's not really a religious thing. It's more of a cultural thing. In okay. my culture, dating, I guess, would be considered as not necessarily a good thing when you're young. Yeah, that's, like, yeah. Yeah, okay. it's not, but it's not about religion. It's more about culture and where you come from, how you're raised, what your parents mm. think, their ideologies and things like that. 
um i would say for me with my mom she didn't really want me to date mm-hmm. as long as i was still in high school and i hadn't really gotten a degree yet but lo and behold here we are <laughs> yeah mm. that's one thing with uh, african parents like one thing one rule you can you can you can steal you can i'm not saying they allow you to steal but one thing they tell you do not get pregnant yeah that's a big one that's like, a big thing like i you, always tell yeah. people if i get pregnant i'm just not gonna go back home it's not oh. an option uh, it's, it's the scariest yeah. thing for me the idea of having to tell my mom i'm pregnant and i'm not married or you know not in a solid relationship that she trusts is a very scary idea for me yeah so back to your question jonah am i for dating or not i am I, i'm for the side that you can do dating but just be 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 careful about it know your purpose and don't waste other people's time okay so, yeah yeah what about you what are your thoughts on that okay so uh i'm for dating like okay. i think that the idea of like finding a partner to like share your life with and to be comfortable around is something that can develop you not only you but also the other person i think the act of dating or the end goal of dating is really uh romantic and really uh responsible you know yeah. for the world and it's it's just a nice thing for me so of course i'm for dating that's beautiful uh <laughs> yeah i feel like he he really scripted that down wow Jonah, wow i'm i'm Wait, a poet in the making side note for all the ladies out there that are listening they're like oh my god he's actually a good guy are you single oh <laughs> oh awkward question <laughs> um Baby yeah Angel. right now i'm single uh, single looking or uh, just, just just single just single oh. so if someone was to be interested would you oh yeah i mean you gotta see first you know yeah just like how comfortable we are with each other yeah uh, which brings me to my next question which is which obviously correlates to dating mm-hmm. how do you woo the opposite sex team now? okay yeah from different angles obviously we have oh, the wow. men and you have the woman perspective yeah. i mean we all know we have we have our ways of getting the opposite sex but what is the right <laughs> approach and what is a, an approach that you know um that you cannot it's a definite no-no like you're telling me to advise on like how guys should approach women yeah like a general thing like what, okay yeah. yeah i think firstly we need to be careful that like guys usually okay for me personally i yeah. really really hate it when a guy just randomly messages me online like i do not like that DMs. Oh. yeah i hate dms like yo hey beautiful can we get to know each other like ew ew get away from me ew yeah. um because to me it just you just seem like a creep honestly okay but you don't know me you're just looking on like my page and something there aroused you or something but remember some, right. some of these guys have good intentions what if this guy is, is actually maybe the only form of communication with you is through instagram obviously dm is made for a reason to what direct message someone right okay now that being said if the only communication we can have is through instagram what kind of a relationship can we really have i mean initially initially when you meet a person obviously online maybe you know this person from passing Mm -hmm. or you met at like a business conference and you added each other on instagram because instagram has algorithm yeah yeah, you know it's just people for me personally i'm just i think i'm low-key too needy I would need someone that's always not always there but like someone that I can see once in a while you know mm-hmm. I really enjoy meeting up with the person spending time just chilling at home that kind of thing really means a lot to me okay cool but what about when it pertains to the opposite sex for us males mm-hmm. how would you approach a male per se 
well me approach a guy yeah uh, <laughs> for me i think i usually just go from being friends because mm-hmm. that way i get to know you more and then i can really decide if i'm really interested or not um i think that's the best way and i think the best relationships actually come from being friends first and then going from there they last longer right yeah, yeah. I, I think they do well generally speaking because honestly you know they say um when there's love and then there's friendship so once the love maybe sometimes you don't love the person all the time so you need the friendship there to sustain the relationship afterwards that's what i think yeah wow wow <laughs> okay dr tina that's too deep hey 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 but honestly um i'm not sure if i'm okay with a girl approaching me no you're not why not the whole with the whole masculinity thing like really man like the general order of things i mean i know we live in a different world where where actually women propose to men oh wow and all that stuff never do that but honestly (laughs) you see that's the thing it happens this is the new world we live in a world where women can be men men can be women you know what i mean yeah anyway yeah yeah. i'm not okay I'm i'm not sure if i'm okay with a woman going after me like hey do you want to grab a drink? I mean, I'm the one that should be hunting. You know what I mean? Like, I'm the one who should be going for the mm. kill. You know okay, what I let mean? Okay, let me pose a question to the two of you. Okay. Is that considered being thirsty if a girl approaches the guy? Or is you know, that no, what it you, is? You want to take this one? This is, this is a hard... You got to be careful out there. You don't want to hurt a feminist. You know what I mean? Oh, I, I don't know, because I don't... I don't see it as being thirsty if mm-hmm. someone approaches you and just, like, wants to stri- strike up a conversation or any- something yeah i mean there's not a whole lot you can tell by a person by how they speak to you on the first meeting mm. like that like let's say if let's try to flip flip the roles for a second if a guy would approach a girl and like completely innocent intentions no harmful intentions there uh what would the girl think you know maybe she would think, oh, this guy's c- kind of thirsty or I don't want to talk to him. Yeah. I think it depends on the setting and just how you go about it. Yeah. That's a big thing. Yeah. I mean, if, like, the guy were just start, like, touching her or, yeah. like, saying, give me your number, give me your whatever out of the booth. Like, yeah, that would be thirsty. So, I'm, like, I don't associate, um, like, a girl coming to me as being thirsty, but... Like, it does, does that even exist, you know? Like, I don't ever see that happen. Okay, well, I have a question for Tina. This is something on a side note. Can you break the myth or the fallacy? Do you know you know how you have these people are like, oh, I knew the first time I saw her, I loved her so uh, much. Yeah, dude. Is that true? Is that really true? Me I mean, not. I wouldn't know, because, you know, I'm not, I'm not dating. If mom, if you're listening, I don't have Lazarus. a girlfriend. I've been, I've, been a good, I've been a good boy. Anyway, but do you think... <laughs> It exists. Love like at first the, sight? Like that whole thing. Like, I don't even want to say it. <laughs> I wouldn't say it's love per se. Okay. I would say perhaps you can have a connection okay. on the first meeting because there's some people you meet on the first day and you just click with them like off the bat. Like no issues. You guys just get along. You can talk about anything and everything on the first meeting. Yeah. But I would not call that love because to me, love is something way deeper. Mm. And it has to do with um, loving a person for everything that they Yeah, are. I totally agree. Good and bad. So I, it wouldn't be love, it's just a connection. So the fallacy is broken. There's no such thing as, I saw her and I knew. That's not true. Yeah. You heard it from you Tina. It's, it's not us. It's I, her. No, I, Don't I, put that on me. I, al- <laughs> I, would, I would also agree with that. Like, there might be attraction at first sight. Yeah. Because it's easy to fall in love. Okay. Because falling in love, mm-hmm. it's it literally means 
you did not do anything you just went into the state of love yeah but staying in love is much harder that's deep so i would not i would agree with tina and say it doesn't exist that's a major key people i I always have people that i would ask how did you guys meet like oh dude the the first time i saw her and i was like yeah i was in love that's Mm. a lie (laughs) you're lying (laughs) okay yeah well that's another topic you know for another day but now we're getting into when people are in relationships how do you sustain it or how do you keep the person you're with in love with you how do you treat her right how do you treat him right okay let's 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 address the question first to laz how would you treat your woman right and then we will ask tina if she agrees okay. and then we'll ask you because mister you're next as well <laughs> oh um, yeah whatever whatever how man how do you, basically what you're saying how do you keep things interesting how would you treat your woman if you had one since well, you're claiming to be single oh i am single <laughs> okay uh, for okay the record. okay uh, what does single uh, mean to you <laughs> single means i'm happy okay. with the position I'm, I'm i'm in right now and okay, i don't need the question now sure, sure. <laughs> okay so figuratively if okay you, mm. um if I had a girlfriend, um, communication is key. Uh, communicating. Well, it depends what kind of relationship you guys have. Like, if you're in long distance, there are methods to to keep things interesting. And obviously, if you're like together all the time, I feel like if if, if you guys like are together, um, a little bit of distance wouldn't hurt. Like having your own personal time because if you're like together like bunnies all the time, you get tired of that. You know, yeah. seeing the, the same person every time, and you know, you, you reach a certain stage in a relationship where, you know, th- that first attraction that got you there to her, it's kind of like dying out because she's always dressing in like nightgowns and she's not keeping things interesting. You know what I mean? You know what I'm talking about, Tina. You yeah, know, I I can definitely agree with yeah. that because I've experienced it where like you're always around each other and then there's another part where you see each other, you know, once in a while. And the once in a while part kind of gets interesting because honestly, when I'm apart from you, I'm more interested in like looking you know good for you yeah you know, when you i know. see you I get, like you get excited distance when you see good, each other right distance yeah. is good like yeah. having i think having your own space is what's key mm. yeah like having your own time maybe like time with your friends mm-hmm. each of you separately like not always just being in each other's space too much because you start to fight over like small things yeah useless oh things. my god yes yeah yeah. Mm. yeah. Well, so, like I said, and another thing is it depends what kind of relationship you have. Like long, if it's long distance, mm-hmm. if it's like um, actually that's the only two types of relationships. Long distance right? and close distance. <laughs> what? Yeah, that? I don't know how many types of relationships are out there. I don't know, Laz. Where do you get your information? <laughs> 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 but anyway, yeah. If if you're in long distance, like someone I know, um, <laughs> um, <laughs> um, well. Like I said, communication um, is key because uh, you, you kind of need to feel each other mm-hmm. in a way. So if if your boyfriend or girlfriend is you know far away from you, the only connection that you guys have is what talking to each other at, at like a simple text, like saying, "How was your day?" You know, "How are you feeling?" Asking her about her day. Did you eat? Like stuff like that. Just communicating. You don't have to like freaking have a TED talk every time you guys but just being there <laughs> yeah. knowing what's happening in her life I think that's key Yeah. but with with the other stuff definitely being distant apart but anyway Jonah what do you yeah. think boy I mean I agree with you in that you need to set your boundaries mm-hmm. and you need to also respect 
your partner's boundaries. Yeah. Like you should you shouldn't need to uh be with her the whole time to feel that you're secure in the relationship because yeah. that's actually a sign of you not feeling secure. Yeah. By wanting to be with her all the time or mm-hmm. him. So I totally agree. And there was something you brought up about like giving her space, communicating. Yeah. Like how much time would you mm-hmm. like uh give her or like not text if you want to give her some space you know tina or yeah. okay no i addressed it to you man. <laughs> just to me okay. yeah okay um like like for example you just like she you you two just like got separated she's in this city or in that city yeah so long distance it's a long distance let's say okay. and you want to give her some space so how much text is like being too clingy and how much text is like being respectable I think honestly, dude, if it's too clingy, you would feel it. Like, okay, yeah. I love you and all, but mm-hmm. this is just too much. You, you, it's something you feel. Like, okay, now I need my own time. If she's always up in your face twenty four seven, and you find yourself like texting her even in class, yeah, even in class, like you're doing extra, you're learning, and she's up there in your grill. Clearly, yeah, she's being clingy. But um, in so, terms mm-hmm. of like no knowing the the space uh, limit, I think it's between you two, like. If you feel like, okay, uh, maybe two hours a day, we're offline, we're not talking to each other, it's enough for me. Sure, do it. Because I know some people that are like, they cannot really function without talking to their love. You know what I mean? Like, mm. oh my gosh, it's been like the whole day. I cannot hold it. Can I talk to you? You know, that's okay. That's understandable. Mm-hmm. I mean, you're apart. You know, you need each other. But yeah, it, it, it just depends, honestly. Okay. It depends on you personally. And, but... If you were to ask me for a specific number, like, oh, what's the time? I would say, like, in the morning, obviously, check up on her. And maybe lunchtime, give yourself lunch. Just be like, okay, I'm with my boys. I'm eating. I don't want anything to do. Maybe check up on her, like, at the end of the day, like, to wrap things up. You know, so you have stuff to talk about, obviously. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Tina? Okay, great. So now the question is addressed to you. How would you treat your man right, per se? In terms of like the I mean, texting and stuff? Not or? not in terms of texting, like in general. Like what do you do to keep him? For me, I think a big thing has to be supporting the person in, oh, yeah. in whatever it is that they're trying to do. Mm-hmm. For me, support is such a big thing. And I want the person I'm with to constantly feel like I'm there to hear them out, to, you know, make sh- be their number one fan. I think that's a big thing. Um, also, I would say... Man, you have to kind of, <laughs> you have to kind of, uh, you have to keep up appearances to some extent. Don't let yourself go. There's a difference between being relaxed mm-hmm. and like completely letting yourself go. Like, I mean, the person found you a certain way, you know, yeah. try to, you know, keep it interesting once in a while. Like we, we all try to act like appearance doesn't matter, but let's be honest. <laughs> let's be honest, guys. Well, okay. I wouldn't know. Um, like You're I single. Said, I'm single. Okay, Lazarus. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. Great. Now that that's addressed, so let's talk mo- now about the friend zone. Oh wow. So. Which is which is something you're an expert on, I believe, Jordan. Um, uh, I'm 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 an expert by gathering research from you. Oh. Wow. Oh. Okay. Oh. Shots fired. Okay. So people were hurt. Um. Okay, I'll get him back. Don't worry, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> okay, friend zone. Have you been there? How do you get out, Laz? Uh, yes. I've been in the friend zone, sadly, oh. because 
you know when you're like I don't know it maybe it's for me but I'm like the comedian and like you know when you meet me I'm like the funny guy I talk a lot and sometimes girls don't really take you seriously they think oh he's like a brother to me or oh yeah we bounce around so mm. they think I don't have that side to me where I'm like serious you know I'm on top girl you know what I mean I can throw game I mean I I can throw game yeah um but sometimes girls like forget that you know when you're this funny guy and they find you funny they forget this romantic aspect and also it depends if the girl's into you right mm-hmm. right Tina yeah yeah but um I've been in the friend zone how how did I get out of it um, is it even possible it is possible <laughs> uh if you're a superman like me anyway. <laughs> <laughs> how did I get out of it okay I'll just use an example uh, a fictitious example or is it Oh um, well this is one time I liked this girl apparently or did I not anyway I liked her and I was obviously like the comedian I was always making her laugh you know zingers and all that stuff and then you know I confronted her about it and she's like honestly dude I feel like you were just like friends and I don't want to you know she said the whole friendship friend zone terms mm-hmm. that you hear you yeah. know what I mean I consider you as a brother Oh, yeah, I don't want to ruin what we have and then already. She, yeah, the worst uh, s- symptom is when they tell you about someone they like. I wish he was more like you. Like, oh, you don't want that, man. But anyway, um, Ooh. how I got out of it, honestly, I just stopped kind of like giving her the attention. Great. Like, yeah, I I noticed that I gave her so much attention. Yeah, that I, when she needed something, I was like, I was there. Like, yo, what up? Are you gay? You know, mm-hmm. and then I just kind of kind of distanced myself. And she kind of missed that, and I was kind of like serious. And she was like, "Why are you acting up?" And I was like, "Yo, dude, like honestly, I gotta be serious with you, yo. Mm-hmm. I finna do this with you. You know what I mean?" Yeah. And I, I guess she felt the same way, but because I was like being this guy and animated, and she felt like, you know, I cannot be serious. So I, I think a little bit of seriousness helps. And obviously, if the girl feels the same way, yeah, yeah, you brought up you brought up a good point. Like you. When you're attracted to someone, you always give them that attention that they don't even deserve sometimes. Yeah. Like whenever they have something to say, you're always there. So kind of like stepping back from it, getting some of your power back really help you like maybe get over the friend zone. Yeah. Yeah. Would you agree? Have you ever experienced the friend zone and how did you get out of it? <laughs> I'm going to ask you guys, do you think I've been friend zoned before? Oh! It's a question. It's genuinely. a trap. It's a trap. Uh, it's a trap. <laughs> Okay, but it's a question. It's yeah. a trap is what it is. Yes. No, actually, no. You don't think I'm in Luke, Yeah, you think so. Oh, I think <laughs> everyone in the whole world has experienced rejection at some point. Exactly. Because... Not me, because I've never okay, dated. Okay, you just said. I, I, that was a fictitious story. <laughs> oh, God. Like, I, I, it was on record. Anyway, go ahead. Like that yeah. schlong you have? <laughs> <laughs> Fictitious. Fictitious. It's <laughs> 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 long. It's uh, King Cobra. Anyway, okay, uh, this is getting inappropriate. Uh, <laughs> my bad, my bad. Tina, please. Um, yeah, I have been friend zone before. Um, how did I get out? I didn't. Uh, <laughs> I was friend zone and that was it. It kind of ended the friendship in, to some extent. Yikes. And it actually, I think with girls, it's usually the friends that will tell the guy that this girl likes you. For me, my friends knew that I liked the guy, and then they then approached him and told him like, "Yo, she's really into you. Why aren't you into her?" 
all kinds of things like that and mm. that just made everything awkward and he was like why didn't you tell me you should have told me but like it was just too awkward by then and then we just stopped talking Damn. so yeah but this was in high school so was it's he whatever attractive? he was right six pack he was right light skin he was right big feet right I mean, so, like, your <laughs> friends told you, and this was back in high school, so yeah. it was in Zimbabwe. Yeah. <coughs> oh, uh, or the UK. Oh, God. Oh. <coughs> Don't expose me, Jonah. <laughs> uh, yeah, but what I wanted to ask was, like, uh, w- did you have any similar experiences in China? Because, you know, we are studying here after all, and... I would say no. I mean, no. I mean, in the sense that, you know, your friends were the ones to tell you. Oh, that's... So, was there ever a point where, like, you liked this person and this person didn't know? And then, I mean, did your friends ever approach him and say, hey, this girl likes you? I think, no. I think it happened the other way, where I had friends who were close to a guy, and then they would tell me, like, this guy likes you. Oh. Yeah. Kind of works. Yeah. And then your friends own him. Yeah, I mean, if if you're taken already, what can you do? <laughs> oh! <laughs> Oh, she's taken, guys. Oh, it's taken. Sorry. Oh, okay. You're off the grid. I'm off. Officially, you're off. putting a statement out there. Ladies and gentlemen, she's uh, off the uh, grid. Uh, uh, <clears throat> okay, not officially. Yeah, it's under review. Yeah, but... <laughs> uh, okay, buddy, so... Buddy, what about you? Wait, wait, wait. Wait, let's finish the interview, man. Okay, okay. I mean, so... That's how you were in the friend zone. What about how do you get out of it? I would say I've never really had I've never had that experience because no. usually when if I like someone and then they don't like me back I'll just kind of be like okay I wouldn't force it mm. it is what it is so yeah. it's what it is yeah. that's right yeah. yeah yeah and I think that's like something we all should learn like in the 21st century 2018 mm-hmm. like there's no reason to throw yourself at someone and you shouldn't feel like it's the end of the world because someone rejected you yeah yeah yeah. yeah, yeah. I think it's easier to say that when you're on the other side, though. <laughs> when uh, yeah, when you're of... in the moment, you're like, no, it's, it's not. It's over. It's really over. <laughs> yeah. It is. Yeah, that's But it, true. it gets better with time. Yeah, definitely. Uh, actually, let's revert the question to the expert. Jonah? Yes, Jonah. Hmm? How did you get out of the friend zone? <laughs> <laughs> this is you assuming Ooh. he's been friend zoned already. Trust me, I yeah. know this. Have you been friend zoned, Jonah? Um... Yeah, I have been friends. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> I knew it. <laughs> and how did you get out? This happened to me a long time ago, and it's a story in itself. I'm gonna tell it to you now. Summarize it. Okay, sure. So, it was about um, fourth year of high school. Mm-hmm. We were graduating, and uh, to prepare for the college entrance exams, me and a friend of mine went to this like uh, tutoring place to study for the exams and while we were there we met this girl who we started getting a liking to you know she was in our classes she studied with us she was funny fun to be with and you know i started to uh get attracted to her Mm -hmm. and uh long story short she said no (laughs) she she liked my friend instead not me oh wow but my friend didn't like her at all that's the cycle so it's yeah that's always a cycle. People always Karma want got her. <laughs> <laughs> people always want people that don't want them. Yeah. But the funny thing uh, is, like, you know, after I got that first rejection and, you know, she got rejected by my friend, after a few months, she started coming on to me saying that, oh, Jonah, you treated me so nice. And by that point, I was just like, 
Bye. Bye, you know, like. <laughs> Bye, Felicia. Like, Bye, Felicia. <laughs> like, you know, like, what do you take me for? Yeah. Like, you didn't have time for me then. And why are you making time for me now after you got rejected? Like, yeah. I ha- wanted to have nothing to do with it anymore. That kind of makes you look like the second option or something. It kind of did, but I feel like in that time where I got rejected, I tried to, like, find my own self-worth. Yeah. Like, if you weren't able to see my value then i don't need you true so always put yourself first have you ever been out the friend zone though out the friend zone hmm hmm have you clawed your way out that whole <laughs> 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 a dark and dreary place <laughs> it's hard to say because <clears throat> no one ever really says oh i'm in the friend zone I want to get out. You, yeah, know? you don't know until someone says, you are in the friend zone, yeah. my friend. Someone has to <laughs> you know, point you it think, out to oh, you. Oh, yeah, I still have a chance with her, but... Nah. <laughs> nah, nah, bro, nah, bro. nah. Nah. Honestly, no, I don't think so. So, yeah, that's that's regarding the friend zone. Okay, so now we're going to discuss, let's say you're, you're in a relationship now. Yeah. And how do you go on dates how do you go out how do you set the mood uh tina you want to take this one <laughs> <laughs> um yeah because this guy since this guy is single and oh all, yeah. yeah you wouldn't know anything yeah. about it i'm in a happy place yeah okay that's great <laughs> i would say you kind of have to be creative because first things first we are students that's number one so it's a big thing for us to try to find affordable things to do as students that don't really that are not really extravagant. Mm. So I would say going to movies, you know, going to eat once in a while, or just, you know, trying to surprise each other with uh, mm. cute events once in a while. Yeah. I think that's a good way to do it. Mm. Okay. But you mentioned something interesting about, yeah, we're students and stuff like that. Uh, what about paying the bill? Mm. I mean, all those things that you mentioned, they they require money. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> but who, who should pay the bill? And what do you think about guys that split the bill um Mm -hmm. yeah okay take it okay i would say when it comes to paying the bill first of all on the first date the first date the if if you ask me out as a guy i would say it's your responsibility to pay if if you if you approach me you're asking for my time right and you're asking to spend time with me so then you should have a plan of how you're going to carry that out how, yeah. why should i have to pay for the date that you invited me to right yeah, that makes sense you see yeah, that makes sense. and then if i then decide like okay i want us to do this i should be able to foot the bill but luckily i've always found myself in a position or like you know where the guy that i'm with is chivalrous luckily oh. and he would be like no i don't like it when women pay so luckily i've always oh. been lucky somehow oh. well yeah you know <laughs> okay yeah yeah i think if you invite the person it's your responsibility yeah. to pay for the activities what if what if you're like three years in the relationship and you know you're comfortable with each other should you split the bill and how do you even bring that conversation yeah. up yeah i mean like you have to find okay this is communication like you mentioned mm-hmm. you have to find someone that you can talk to and be like yo my financial situation doesn't allow me to cover both our expenses at the moment if that's the case you have to be able to talk about it openly with no issues. If you find yourself not being able to discuss money with the person you're with, something is not right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I okay. think. Yes, like, you should be able that. to say, yo, things are not cool right now. I can't really cover this at the moment. But then if I can get you later on, I got you. Yeah, but what if it's like, I'll get you later. I'll get you later. <laughs> <It's> like, nah, <laughs> you can kind of tell when there's a pattern. Okay, but I, I like the, the, the thing that you mentioned. Like, if 
if you ask the person to go out, don't expect that person to pay, right? Yeah. It's like if hey, let's go to Pizza Hut. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Then who pays the bill? Uh, I thought we were gonna split. Well, you asked me out first, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm, yeah. yeah. Do you guys do that do that thing where you test the girl to see if she'll offer to pay? Uh. uh <laughs> honestly, no. In a fictitious world oh, God, that we man. live in, yes. You test the girl. It, it actually says a lot about her character and how her relationship with money. Because you don't want to be with a girl that's always extravagant, spending every time. That's not a good trait to have as a as a as a person and also as a girl. So, if a girl, you know, um, offers to pay the bill, it just says a lot about her character. Clearly, you're in for a treat. Treat her right. You know what I mean. If she's willing to freaking freaking pay for your ass, <laughs> dude. Freaking yeah, go for it. But yeah, um, like you said, first date, pay. Okay, so this is not on the first date that this test happens. Maybe like after the second or third date. Second, third date, yeah. yeah. You just kind of see like, okay, uh, lately I've been trying to woo you. Um, are you going to try and take the bill or are we going to fight over it? Fighting <laughs> actually is better than, you know, you know, you do the initial, uh, yeah, I, I, let me get my card. And if she's like, no, 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 I'll pay for it. Yeah. Then you know definitely she's a keeper. That's good. Okay, just a random question here. It's kind of related to going out. Okay. Um, I was watching a YouTube video and they mentioned how one guy took a girl out on a date and then used a discount code to pay for the meal. <laughs> what do you guys have to say about this? Like, do you think it's a no for the first date or do you think he was being economic? I would have to side with the guy. I feel like in this economic climate, Dead, uh, I'm, a, I'm an avid user of discount codes myself. I mean, do you have to mention to the girl like I'm, I'm on a Groupon coupon here? Yeah. You don't have to say it. You can. There's always a technique with these things. Yeah. Like you come the day before, you're like, hey, I'm gonna come for a date here. Treat me like a king that I am. <laughs> <laughs> Jonah, would you mind using a discount code? Uh, I wouldn't mind actually. Like. I wouldn't mind using one, like going to a restaurant that uses yeah. a discount code. It doesn't really affect me much. Uh, but Laz, is there something you want to say about? I wanted to ask Tita something about, um, like you said, appearance is like a huge thing. So rich versus broke guys. By broke, I don't mean like he's destitute. He can barely afford like a 50 quai meal or mm-hmm. whatever. Just he's in a position where He's not really self-sufficient. So, would you consider going out with a guy that's obviously... You see he's trying so hard to do that. Or would you rather get, like, a guy w- with a trust fund? Like, you know, he has a trust fund backing and all that stuff. I would. I guess it's the, the classic debate. Like, they're all good guys, but one is, like, really ambitious. And one guy's, like, really, like, out of, like, trust fund. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I would say I have to look at the situation, first of all. <laughs> Like I said, we're students right now. I don't expect anyone to be rich and, you know, paying for everything or like, you know, being extravagant and all that. So you have to look at the situation first of all. And then if he's broke per se, um, is he working towards something? Is he trying to do something? Or is he just sitting on his ass and like just, you know, looking at the ceiling and saying, okay, God, give me money. Like, no, that one, that one won't fly. Gun to your head. Who do you go for? Uh, (laughs) I would probably say... The broke, hardworking guy. Because work ethic can take you far, usually. I 
I would say the the broke hard worker because you said he's not destitute and like you know yeah, yeah. impoverished or whatever, but yeah. he has something. But he's working towards something, and if he's really got good ideas, and I see him really actually working to execute what he's saying, that to me says a lot. I love it when a guy is like really passionate about something. Nice. Like passion to me is just like really, it's really attractive because you 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 can see that someone is thinking and working. So yeah, that's mm-hmm. nice. Yeah. Damn. All right. Okay, great. And now we're going to move on to the platonic side and just discuss relationships with friends. Oh, yeah. So I'm pretty sure everyone knows, like, no man's an island. Everyone needs friends. How to be happy. You have some friends. And so what are, like, some of the things that you do to keep up friendships? Do you want to take this one or should I? Go first. Um... My definition for friend is different from a lot of people I noticed. Uh, for example, like I, I have this saying, like uh, th- there's acquaintances, there's classmates, there's I don't believe this whole thing of best friends as well. Like mm-hmm. I just believe they're acquaintances, family, and friends. So you're either one or the other, and I don't know, I don't know. Um, but yeah, having friends. I, I'm not a person with like a lot of friends. Like people think, oh yeah, he has a lot of he he knows a lot of people. Yeah, it's just people I know. Yeah. But if I had like something like something horrible happened to me, would I call them? No, definitely not. So it's better to have like a good circle of friends, like people yeah. you can rely on. Not even just like a group. Like you can have like one person that you know definitely you got each other's back, and you have acquaintances. Acquaintances are good because, yeah, because. With these people, you're able to build that level of friendship with these people. Like it's like, you know, getting a new car. You see where it's gonna go. You can see what kind of character they are. Like you can have a trial. It's like a trial run before having been drafted to like the friendship circle. So with me, that's how I see friendship. Yeah. Mm, great, Tina. Um, for me, I can only decide if you're my friend. Like, depending on how much I can trust you with my personal information. That's a big one to me. Like, trust. Like, how much can I tell you about myself without fear of you judging me or without fear of um, you taking that information elsewhere? Yeah. That's a big thing for me. Um, but, yeah, generally, there are levels to friendships, I think. There's mm, yeah. acquaintances, people you just know. Then there's friends, and then there's close friends. I also don't really know this best friends thing. I I, I don't really I, know. Yeah. I get very sketchy when people just randomly call me a best friend after like three months. To me, that's no. Really? That's yeah, no. I it, oh. I cringe when I hear that word. It takes time for me to call you. Uh, even saying best friend up until now is very strange. I'd rather call you a close friend. Mm. And once I call you a close friend, you're genuinely someone I hold really dear to my heart. Mm, so I see. yeah, the best friend word is very like it's abused. Yeah. 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 But my question now is like, do you do anything in particular to, let's say, your close friends? Do you do anything in particular to make them feel appreciated? Yeah. I would say you have to spend time with them. The same way you mm-hmm. foster a romantic relationship, you kind of have to foster a friendship too. Okay. So spending time and making memories together is part of that. Um, I don't know about you, Lance. Yeah, but not even that. Like, like you know, we live in a, an age where we're always connected. We're on social media. Everyone has Instagram. Everyone has Snapchat. Like a simple... Like I appreciate when someone tags me on a meme and we laugh together. That's something I... Yeah, I, I know I know this person <laughs> definitely. He remembers who I am. Like if you see something that 
resonates with me. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. I'll be like, yeah, this person's get definitely getting close. Nice. But that's how I see. It. But you don't have to like go extra. I'm like, hey man, let's have a steak dinner. Oh yeah, true, true, true. That's okay. But you know, there are other methods of showing appreciation, even on the tiniest level. What about you, Jonah? Yeah. Well, actually, I think I'm the black sheep here because. <laughs> No, no, I have my, I have friends, of course, and some friends I've had for almost a decade now, mm-hmm. and to me that's like kind of crazy, kind of amazing. Like I didn't think I would be friends with someone that long. Well, not, well, it's it's definitely possible, but the thing is, like, I'm kind of impressed that it actually happened. Yeah. So I think when it comes to friends, um, I have a lot of friends that are just like. They're friends for keeping up appearances. Like, I have this friend who is nice to everyone, but that per- this person doesn't necessarily, like, become a close friend yet because uh, he's not willing to go further for me. He's not willing to, like, hear me out or have th- those, like, deep conversations, mm. being comfortable with each yeah. other. But there are people, like like I said, I have some friends from Manila who I've spent, like, majority of my high school life with them yeah and maybe at one point we were hanging out in like my house or something and i realized that he's spending time with my family i'm trusting him with all my secrets he was there for my prom he was there for my birthday and whatever and i felt i took a quiet moment to myself in that event and i said wow this guy really is my best friend yeah yeah so when i want to keep up like uh uh, the friendship there are a f- bunch of things that I do and feel free to like agree or disagree oh, yeah, yeah. but uh, recently like being in China away from my friends uh, I try to like text them every once in a while like when something important comes up like oh guys I just uh, learned a new skill I can make cocktails now yeah and I send them like pictures or videos of me doing that and then like they pitch in their ideas they we go back and forth yeah but if I were to be, like, in the same country as them, in the same city, then what I would do, and what I have been doing now, is, like, scheduling dinners with them. Like, hey, why don't you come over? Let's have a dinner. I'll mm-hmm. cook for you. We'll talk. We'll have some drinks. And that's that. Mm. Like, I feel like something like that small. It doesn't have to be an extravagant yeah. dinner, you know. <clears throat> yeah. But t- you taking some of your time to make something for them, I feel like is a really good way of showing appreciation yeah because for me if someone were to do that like i'd be so honored like dude thank you yeah i think each friendship group would possibly be different so maybe for you guys it's uh, sharing dinners for others it could be going out for a drink others it could be just chilling at home having sleepovers watching yeah, movies yeah, yeah. yeah so it's different depending on each you know relationship yeah. relationship and friendship so yeah. yeah like like same thing with me like i have a buddy like I mean, we don't talk, like, every day or every week or every... Like, we have days where we could ghost each other for, like, two months or, like, a, a month. Mm-hmm. But it's how we, we function, you know? It's, like, we, we, we appreciate being apart when, when we're together. We're like, oh, yeah, dude. Yeah. <laughs> this is what happened. Yeah. Like, yeah. Like, it, it's, it works for us. Yeah. yeah. You know, you just kind of need something that works yeah. for you. Yeah. yeah. That's cool and everything. Like, everyone has their own... Um, dynamic. Dynamic. Yeah. But do you ever get scared, like, that the the comfortability between you can, like, deteriorate over time? I don't know. 
Because, like, I think about it sometimes. Yeah, I think sometimes I also start to worry, like, maybe um, the way that I'm seeing the friendship is not the way that they're seeing it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I yeah. think it's possible, yeah. So you have to kind of keep communicating and keep reminding each yeah. other, like, he still means something to me to yeah. some extent. Because, you know, peop- we're still humans. Mm-hmm. Humans constantly need to be affirmed and reminded, like, you know, you still mean something yeah. to me. I guess it's, like, the, the thing with... Uh, you know, if someone's giving off more effort in the, the friendship, you know what I mean? Like, if I'm the one that's always, like, um, you know, inviting you to things and you're not really putting in any effort, that, yeah. like, how do you know, like, which level of friendship you're in? Like, are you on actually the same level? Like, what if I'm considered to be an acquaintance and you consider me to be your friend? You know what I mean? Like, you need to, how do you know that, that, that dynamic and all, all that? Well, stuff? like you mentioned, you just said, if you're constantly inviting them to places and they never say anything to you or like if you only meet each other outside in certain situations like you only meet at the club or something yeah that's kind of a sign like yo <laughs> is this really that deep or what mm, yeah. you know i feel like to me friendship you kind of have to spend time in closed quarters just you know as you guys right. and getting to really know each other at a deeper level so yeah yeah patterns really tell you can just tell after some time yeah so kind of like putting in the effort yeah making some lending uh like reaching out to them can like really show the person that you still appreciate them yeah wants to be friends so lastly we're going to talk more about like family goals Mm. things like how to keep relationships up with your family with your parents siblings maybe even cousins maybe not cousins Mm. (laughs) (laughs) they're yeah but first we'll go about uh family so how do you think you interact with your family Uh, well with my siblings i would say first of all the way we grew up was kind of different um i grew up in zim with my mom for the most of the part of where i was growing up like since i was like eight like okay my whole life basically Uh, and then they left around that time and moved to the uk so i was left thank you uk pat they moved there we go they did i was i was i was i I lived at zim my whole life (laughs) yeah right tina i promise you Mm -hmm. anyways lazarus i was talking um I was saying they then moved to the UK at some point and that left me to grow up for the most fundamental, you know, personality forming years of my life by myself. Mm-hmm. You know, I didn't really talk to them that much. I didn't have a cell phone back then, really. I was eight. Um, so they would usually yeah. talk to my mom or talk to them like once in a while, like, hey, how are you? How's school? You know, small stuff. So I don't think we built like a deep, deep, deep relationship. But it's at a point where I could easily like tell them like, yo, I'm going through this and stuff like that. And when we meet, it's like nothing has even changed. But we don't necessarily talk every single day. You know, we could go weeks not talking. They're grown-ups. They have life. They have kids. And I'm still a student here. You know, there's time difference. There's just so many things. Then mm. with my mom, we communicate, like, with her sending me Facebook posts. You know, we laugh about things. Yeah. She tells me, you know, this is the situation in Zim. You know, this happening. You know, what's going on with school. Stuff like that. So I think, you know, how you grew up kind of contributes to how you communicate in the process especially right. right now being far away from them mm. so how you grew up will contribute to that right yeah yeah like like you said you kind of need to find your own uh, comfortability how, how you guys work i mean you cannot really take someone's concept like oh yeah jonah's mom and you know and jonah they communicate yeah. every week we should do that it, yeah. it might not be necessarily the same mm. for you guys so obviously being an overseas student the time difference and you have things in your life that you're busy with but yeah just 
checking up on your siblings is a good thing because you know we live in an age where a lot of people like depression is real, yo. Yeah. Depression wow. is yeah. real. True. Yeah. You know we try to ignore it as young people like oh no it's it's a thing that someone made up it's real like people go through stuff just a simple like hey I was thinking about you how are you doing just yeah are you okay you know what I mean like and one thing I I try and do is when you go back home and visit. Your siblings, it just brings something to show your appreciation. Like, hey, man, I was thinking about you, and I thought this was cool. Yeah. And stuff like that. Yeah. But yeah, it doesn't necessarily mean you gotta need to talk every day because you feel like we should because this this and this person does do that. this. Yeah. yeah. Hey. Okay. Awesome. Jonah, what about you? Uh, for me, I feel like uh, when I was growing up. Me and my parents and even my siblings didn't have the greatest of relationships because I was like the first to become a teenager, and that kind of like affected my mood or the way I interacted with my siblings. Like, yeah. oh, you're too immature. Yeah. Or with my family, or with my parents, like, oh, you don't get me, or ah, oh, stop, stop, get off my back, you know. Yeah. Uh, but now re- recently. Now that my brothers have been going through puberty and they are also on the cusp of like uh, adolescence, you know, yeah. and I've and I'm just coming out of being a teenager. I feel like uh, I learned how to communicate my emotions better. Mm-hmm. My parents saw that and they actually like uh, kind of like told me that, hey, Jonah, we noticed that you've been like uh, talking to us more. You've been telling us how you feel and we really appreciate it yeah and uh hearing that from them made me feel a lot better uh when it comes to my siblings they're more mature now so i think that that's great so we've talked a lot about relationships about dating family friends and you know we can go a whole lot more into this maybe in future episodes we can have like dedicated episodes to them yeah but for now like i think we covered all the bases. Yep. Yeah, we, we covered at the tip of the iceberg. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, there's a lot more we could have said, but my gosh. Yeah, that's know. broad topic. Yeah. But anyway, uh, it's been good having the great and lovely low-key genius and business <laughs> owner. Oh, I forgot to mention, oh, Tina's wow, an yeah. entrepreneur. Yes. Oh, yeah. Queen of Maid. Aspiring, aspiring. Aspiring, yeah, yeah. But, uh, right. It's been great having you here. Thank you for coming, Thank taking your you. time to discuss uh, this narrative with us. Thank you for having me, guys. This was lots of fun. I hope you guys will be willing to have me again. Guys, make sure to tell them that you want me back on the <laughs> show. <laughs> you wanna, uh, do you want to plug in your social media? Yeah, um, my Instagram is at underscore A-L-B-I-E-E underscore. Okay, w- uh, what about your business? I'm pretty sure people are going to... Just yeah, my a, a little <laughs> about your business. Yeah, I what sell do do? Um, human hair extensions as Brazilian weaves. Um, so you can follow me on Instagram as well at the Queen of Maine. There we go, ladies and gentlemen. This has been The Lounge. Yeah, and we will see you next time where we were going to talk about literature. All right. Peace. Peace. <laughs>